Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we're going to be joined by somebody that I don't, I don't know what the how the Catholic Church ranks it. What you got to be to, to be a saint, yeah, or whatever. But in, in my world, mm-hmm. a guy that I would classify as a saint yep. uh, today, um, someone who he and his wife uh, have done uh, work that is disturbing in a, in a way that most people wouldn't be able to look at the things that they mm-hmm. they've looked at, go to the places that they've gone to. Most people avoid them. Most yep. people most people couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, the nicest, most incredible couple in the world. Heroes. Heroes. In the faith. Heroes. But uh, at the same time, most of the stuff we talk about in the show is too disturbing and too graphic <laughs> to actually put on to be rated R if we talk about everything they have. But you're going to enjoy this episode and, and get your pencils ready. You're going to learn some great kingdom principles from Vidar Lagarde from Safari. Yay! Welcome! Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Great to be with you all. And, and thank you for everything you do. Getting the message out and uh, fly over land and beyond. Man, we are honored to have you on the show today. You know, obviously this is your second time, maybe third time that you've been on our show. We will put those past episodes yeah. down in the notes so you all can see Vidar's story because it truly is powerful what they've been able to do all across the world, uh, even in the Congo you guys are working right now. Yep. If you are if you are uh, listening on Apple or Podbean, any of those places, you can go down to the links below. If you're uh, part of the BEK network, you can you can go to flyoverconservatives.com, access those past mm-hmm. episodes and, and watch them because there's always a lot to learn from you, Vidar. You know, you you, you grew up in the the you know what a lot of people can you know uh, consider the utopia of of Scandinavia. Came to Bernie the United States, right? Bernie yeah, Sanders. You right. know, uh, that's where when he dies, he's going to go to uh, Scandinavia or Moscow, and then uh, then you know, you get called. To one of the most dangerous places in the world. I mean, literally, um, to, to the Congo. And so you've you've been facing your fears, walking through there, depending on God in a powerful way for a long time. Yeah, it's um, you know, I don't, I can't think of any better way to live than just walk with God. Amen. It's an exciting lifestyle, and it's uh, very rewarding as well. That is so true. You know, the safest place to be is in the center of God's will. Even if it seems yeah. like the most dangerous place you could be, you're the safest when you're following what God's called you to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, you know, the absolute worst thing somebody can do to me is just send me home early, and I'll be walking on the streets of gold. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Just, just change your address prematurely. Yeah. Uh, let, let me, I want to drill in with something with, real quick with you today, because we've had conversations at the Reawaken America events, and I... Uh, look forward to seeing you there in, in Virginia, you know, coming up, you know, soon with that. But you deal a lot with what I call like kingdom principles. Now we were business owners our whole mm-hmm. life until, you know, year and a half ago, whatever we started this show. And everything we did was kind of based on what I would call like kingdom principles or biblical principles that deal directly with finance, deal directly mm-hmm. with business, reaping, soil, harvest, seed, you know, these processes. Mm-hmm. You have had tremendous success at breaking off multi-generational poverty uh, in 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 uh, in places that people are surrounded by wealth and the people are poor. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. now we've always kind of looked like, hey, we're Americans. We're looking at these poor people, you know, somewhere else. But I look around me here in the United States, and more than ever, we're surrounded people that are surrounded by tremendous wealth and resources, but are personally and individually poor. And the deck is increasingly stacked against them based on our own governmental policies, uh, cost of living, uh, mm-hmm. gas, all these things. What right. what do you teach in your courses 
in the Congo and in other places in Africa to break off multi-generational poverty, help people start businesses, help them to, to be the first one in their family that's ever started a business and thrived and, and had more than enough and prosper. And mm-hmm. what message does that have for America today? Right. Well, those are great questions. And, you know, originally we were created in the image of God and we were created to have dominion. And of course, sin came in and, and corrupted humanity. And corruption is so much more than just financial corruption. It's, you know, it's corrupt in all, all spheres of life. But if you look at the old covenant, you know, he said there uh, in the promises of the covenant in Deuteronomy chapter 28, that we are to be the head and not the tail. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be leaders in society. And that's the way that God looks at us as, as leadership potential. Every single person on earth is leadership potential. Amen. And if you look at um, King David, you know, he's running from cave to cave, running away from, from King Saul. About 400 people come to him, everybody who's in debt, everybody who's distressed, distressed everybody who's downcast in soul, they all come to King David. Uh, he becomes their leader, and you fast forward a, a couple of decades or a few years or so, uh, and these become the leaders of the entire nation. At the end of David's life, they take up an offering for the temple there in Jerusalem, and that offering is $4 billion worth of gold. And the majority of those people in the offering is the is the people that came to King David at the, at the cave of Adullam. In wow. debt, in distress, and all of this. That's probably back and when so a billion dollars was still worth something. You yeah. could you could you could buy some nice <laughs> stuff for a billion dollars back in those days, I bet. Yeah, sure. Not well, like I mean, now. You know, the value of gold remains pretty steadfast, yeah. you know, no matter what inflation and all that is doing. But um, but these are the principles. So first off, it's it's knowing that God really wants us to be leaders. Yes. Then we take the principle that if you're going to get corruption out of somebody's heart, uh, you're not going to fish out that cor- corruption. You you have to get people into relationship with Christ because yeah. Christ will take away the heart of stone and he will replace that heart with the heart of flesh and he will take a boat in us. And so now uh, when we are born again, knowing Christ, you know, the solution to our problems is not some external, you know, look to the heavens and try to find God someplace. Uh, Christ is in me. God is for me. He is in me. He is with me. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Come on. Amen. Uh, the Apostle Paul, uh, you know, he's praying for the Ephesian church and praying that they will have a revelation or an understanding of the hope to which God has called us, the inheritance that he has given us, and then that they will have an understanding of the resurrection power of Christ, which is in us which has raised Christ from the dead above all principality and power and every name that is to be named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. So the very same power that raised Christ from the dead is not just that God has that power, but God lives in me. Amen. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going into areas that are Al-Qaeda or Al-Shabaab infested. Uh, we have training classes in those areas, and, um, you know, there are trips that I've taken a couple of police guards with me with AK-47s, and we're running into some diff- difficulties and some things. And I can see the fear in their faces. They're the ones mm. with the AK-47. I'm just driving the car, but I'm not afraid mm. because I know that the greater yeah. one is in me. And I know that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the very same power that is in me. 
Yeah. You have to have it. some uranium-238, some kind of knowledge like this if you're going to go into some of these dangerous places, but also knowing that you don't chase out darkness. Uh, if you go into a dark room, you don't find a cardboard box and box up the darkness and ship it out. You look for the solution, right? You look for yeah. the light switch. Yeah. And so we just right. focus on being the light and getting the truth of God's word out and into people. And that truth has transformed societies for thousands of years. It's the same truth that will transform any society today. Man, that is so good. You know, Robin Bullock said on Tuesday during 11th hour, he said, resurrection was not an event. It is a person. And, uh, you know, so Jesus's resurrection power is within us, just like you said. I think that is so, so important. It wasn't just something that happened 2,000 years ago on a day. It's something that we actually walk in right now, that resurrection power. You know, as you were talking, I mean, I just kept thinking— we're in a time right now where there is a lot of fear going on in the United States, talking about sure. food, talking about, you know, all of these things. How do we as believers take authority during this time? What does that look like? Well, for me, in my daily life, it means that um, I open the Word of God, and that has precedence over Facebook or God forbid CNN or any of these mm-hmm. other sources of information, or my friends' opinions, for that matter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I know if 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 God can feed Elijah using a raven, well, raven don't bring the steak. You know, it takes the steak usually. Um, manna in the wilderness. You know, I am I am fully confident that God is well capable of taking care of me Amen. and those around me. But that confidence only comes from from walking with God. It can't be a book that collects dust on the shelf. Uh, it can't be my grandmother that's got a relationship with God. It's It's got to be me daily stewarding my relationship with God. Otherwise, it won't be real to me. It'd just be a theoretical knowledge. And uh, knowledge puffs up, but those that take the knowledge and turn it into wisdom and apply it in their daily life, they've got an experience with God. And uh, it's just hard to argue with experience. That's so good. SafariMission.org. I'm going to show people your website real quick. Um, uh, if they want to, you know, financially partner with with the work you're doing mm-hmm. like there, there's the kind of mission works that it is important to just you know you're taking food and you're giving relief but you guys bring mental food mm-hmm. spiritual food you're training up generations of people that can break these cycles of poverty and actually actually become financially independent in their own way starting little businesses starting things um and you can see there on the website there's there's uh pictures, there's videos, places to donate. If you go to updates there, you could scroll down to monthly updates um, and you can see information there about teachings. You can also see videos uh, that you guys have of kind of what's going on currently. And I think that's really important for people to be aware of as well. So many stories, so many stories, people coming out of witchcraft. I just talked to um, one of our pastors the other day. I was just there in Nairobi. And uh, 30, 40 churches, medium income area of Nairobi, a lot of people in his church struggling. So, you know, he takes the principles, you know, Isaac sowed in the era of famine. If you study that story there in Genesis, you know, he didn't give in an offering bucket. There's a principle there. We do need to give in the offering. But he invested into his own farm. That's called investing into your own business when times are tough. God liked it so much that he was rewarded with a hundredfold. So this pastor takes those principles and goes, well, I've got three acres I can do something with. Starts with tomatoes, three acres of tomatoes, and and is doing well. 
Today, he's farming 55 acres. Oh, wow. 55 acres with old school farming. That, that's a whole lot of work. So you're putting, you know, lots and lots of families to work. Uh, you're providing sustenance for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you're being an example to all your church members of how to work with your own hands. So it's just a phenomenal example. And we got lots of stories like this of, of just encouraging people to be uh, producers in, in, in society. I That's love great. it. We need Dark. more of that here in the United States that as well. That is for sure. You know, less, oh, I hope Biden does this to fix something. Oh, I hope Trump gets back in to save something. You know what? They may never, but I can. That's right. And, and God has equipped me to rise above what's going on, and I don't have to be under their authority because when God looks up, he sees nothing, and I'm under his leadership. And I think that's what the church needs to grab a hold of and lead by example in the United States as well. Vidar, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Great to be here. And uh, go check us out at safarimission.org. Thank you for having us. We'll see you in Virginia. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.